Hello, creative people. Welcome to Creative Conversations. My name is Hollis Citron, and we are so happy that you have chosen to spend this hour with us. So I am owner and founder of I Am Creative and Express Yourself Publishing, and I am on a mission to expand the definition of creativity beyond a pencil and a paintbrush and empower people, especially adults, to own their voice that come in so many different forms. So this space was created to talk with people with all different jobs, hobbies, and interests, and have conversations about experiences and perspectives all centered around three questions. One, how do you define creativity? Two, how do you incorporate it into your life? And three, why do you think it's important? Then we have a free-flowing conversation and we see where it goes. So I have had the opportunity to talk to musicians, Reiki masters, mediums, doctor, lawyer, real estate agents, and so many more. And these conversations explore the reality that creativity is not cute, it is necessary. People have defined creativity as their soul's essence, courage, imagination, basically all that we are and wanna be. So sharing these stories expands one's thinking and opens up self-expression to feel more empowered, connected, and dare I say, happy. My inspiring guest for today is Amanda Nelson. Amanda is passionate about growth, big picture ideas, and putting together strategic marketing plans for businesses who are wanting to scale. Amanda enjoys leading a team of amazing talent and create, creating amazing things for her clients. She is proud of the fact that the Art of Bee continues its trend of doubling revenue year after year and thinks the sky is only the limit. Can't wait to talk to you, Amanda. Welcome to the space. Oh, did I make it? You made it. You are here. <laughs> Good job. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Yay. How are you today? I am doing well. How about you? I've been excited for this. I am so looking forward to having this chat and seeing where it goes. Me too. So since I just gave like a little snippet about you, can you please give people a little bit more information before we dive in? Okay, sure. That sounds good. Um, so I own a marketing agency called The Art of Business, and we've been around for about five and a half years. Um, I have a team of 20 talented individuals, as you said, <laughs> and um, we, work, we have grown. Yeah, we have. And I feel like every month we continue to grow, which is such a good thing. Um, but yeah, we work with businesses kind of doing the full package as an extension of their uh, marketing team. Um, and we help them with everything uh, in a holistic way. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And this is where I love talking to people, as I said in the opening, who are in all different areas so we can talk about all of what creativity means. So this is amazing. So mm -hmm. we're going to start off with, with a would you rather and then we're going to dive in. I like it. So here we go. Amanda, would you rather lose the ability to cry completely or cry every day for 20 minutes? Oh my goodness. Probably lose the ability to cry completely. <laughs> I don't really? want to be crying every day. <laughs> uh. 
Wow. That is so funny how you think something's going to go. I totally thought you were going to go the other way with that. Oh, really? That's interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's it. Well, which one would you choose? Probably cry every day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But it could be a happy cry. It doesn't have oh, to be a okay. sad cry. Oh, it's, I, I find myself, especially lately, like I'll just be going through the store and I get so happy. Like it sounds cheesy, <laughs> literally tears well up in my eyes. Oh, that's cute. I love it. <laughs> or, or I think about something with my kids or, mm, you know. True. Very but, true. And I just, my eyes well up and I'm just like, oh my God, like it's, it's happening a lot. <laughs> and I can't blame it on my period. No. Because <laughs> we're past that. Oh man. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> There we go. A little insider information, everybody. <laughs> Menopause. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> real. It is real. That is not the truth. <laughs> okay. Back on task here. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Amanda, how do you define creativity? So, I think creativity is something that sparks that passion. Like it's something that you're, I think creativity and passion go kind of hand in hand. Um, and if you are passionate about something, then that's when those creative juices fly is kind of what I've found um, in my experience. So business owners that I work with, they could be dentists, for example, and they are passionate about their field. And I can see that creativity coming when we have meetings with them where there's really cool ideas that come out of dentistry, for example. Um, so I think that, yeah, when you tie creativity to passion, um, I think amazing things happen. And that's kind of the first thing that comes to my mind when I think about that. I love that because it's so true. I mean, if if you don't care about something, mm -hmm. then you're just kind of like your energy is so different and you're not going to be like, yes, thinking of all these different ideas because you're doing anything. You want to do anything but that. Yeah, exactly. Well, and then when I think about like when I'm hiring people for my team, that's one of our core values is you have to love what you do. Uh, because if you don't love what you do, you're not going to be creative. You're not going to produce good work. And it's going to be something that you put off and I want the best. So, and I want those creative juices because obviously I'm in a creative space. <laughs> I remember when we had our pre-chat and you were talking about core values. And mm -hmm. I just think that that's Every company has them. Um, mm -hmm. Some companies might not be um, as talkative about them. Mm -hmm. um, could you tell us a little bit more about your core values? Because oh, I think sure. it's just beautiful. Like you just like really make it known. Well, I do because I want, uh, I'm looking for a specific type of person to join our team. And I'm very protective of our team because I really want them to perform at a high level and we push them hard. So they have to be the right kind of person to kind of fit in because if someone's not towing the line, then it affects everything else. So um, I mentioned to everybody when we're doing interviews is our core values. Um, and that first one is love what you do. Um, the second one is to work hard. They've got to be prepared. Like I want to mentally prepare them that they are going to be working hard. We are probably going to max out their capacity and um, I want to kind of mentally prepare them for that. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, another one is that they've got to speak up um, because communication is key, especially in a remote, like all of my 
people are remote, so we need to have really good communication. And I also want to, if they have suggestions on what we could be doing better, I want to hear about them. If they are not happy with something, I want to hear about it. Um, if they've learned something new, I want them to share it with the team. Like I really work hard at creating a really good, solid team atmosphere. And then um, the last of our core values is being prepared to grow. I find that um, like we've had people come on at kind of an entry level position. They've stayed with us for a while and then they move on because they've been able to elevate their offering as contractors. I just hire contractors, not employees. So they're doing other things on the side, but they've been able to elevate themselves so much that they've become out of my price range for what I want to pay them um, because they're able to like they've, they've grown themselves. And I really, I don't mind losing people that way because it's kind of a satisfying thing to have been able to help facilitate that growth. But those are, those are our core values. <laughs> wow. So you're actually one, creating a safe space mm -hmm. Two, you don't want any like passive aggressive stuff going on. No, 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 no. So you're saying from the beginning, uh -huh. communication is key. Yeah. I'm open to all these suggestions. Like, and I'm truly open. You're not going to get a backlash because of it. And um, actual expansiveness. Yeah. Wow. What a package. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Well, I because I tell the team too, like, I want to be doubling. Like, we have doubled revenue for the last uh, quite a few years. And I say to them, like, our workload is going to always grow. So, like, we always need to be leveling up in our experience, in our knowledge, in what we're learning. Because we need to adapt with the ever-changing marketing industry. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. God, so please tell us what you were doing before this. Like, were you always in marketing? Funny enough, I was not. It was kind of a long, well, a bit of a windy path to get to where I am. And I really found um, when I landed here that all of the things that I'd done in the past really shaped me to be decent like real like, like I I think I do a good job of what I do and I feel I'm proud of where we've gotten um and I'm really it's been an interesting path so my background was hospitality marketing and management but mainly the management part and I would always kind of have a part in the marketing just from a management perspective so hey we should do this we should we could try that um but then when it came to training staff and training the team is how can you sell this food item to get more out of the customer and to really enhance their customer experience. Um, and then from there, I went into a kind of a, a sales role where I am doing cold calling in industrial, in the industrial field. Um, oh it was a total like 180 change, but uh, I made that switch because I did the math between um, management hours and hospitality versus wage. And I was like, oh, I remembered what I made as a bartender and it just did not add up. I needed to make a change. <laughs> <laughs> totally oh, get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then, um, yeah, went into the sales position, which gave so many good skills at really like value propositions, understanding the why, like the Simon Sinek, um, the power of why book was one that really stuck to me um, in that time. And um, I got laid off from that job three months after coming back from um, maternity leave. And I was kind of stuck, like, what, what, what am I going to do now? I don't really want to work for anybody. <laughs> I don't enjoy that. I don't like being on someone else's schedule. Um, and so I started small, just doing social media management for just some of the local companies in town. Um, and it really excelled. I really got that fire, like 
I would meet with the clients and I would say, this is where the magic happens. Like, and sparks would fly with the ideas that we would come up with. And I think that's where um, I was able to grow quite quickly in that because it's just capitalizing. And then hiring people and building out the team because, and being very aware of the skills that I lacked and the holes that I needed to fill um, and just getting the right people in the right place to be able to get to where we are now. Wow. Isn't it amazing how you just don't realize where you're going to end up? Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just don't. I mean, some people are like, this is what I want to be. And they I'm end up always envious of those people. <laughs> I am. So, I'm so envious of those people that I've always known. <laughs> but do you think that's really a large, I don't think that's a majority of people. Do you? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you're probably right. Yeah. Or they think they know and then they switch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you know what? The windy path at times it can really suck because it can mm -hmm. be like, what the hell is going on? Oh, yeah. But in hindsight, it really is like you gain so many skills along the way, just like you mentioned yeah. all along through hospitality, through sales, through mm -hmm. then learning value propositions, really the power of the why and mm -hmm. all of this, and then falling into social media, ma media management, which you didn't expect. Mm -hmm. But then there goes the passion. Like here comes in what you said, creativity is passion, sparks flying. Yeah. 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 And that was, that was really neat. Really, really neat. Yeah, I mean, and it just, it feels so freaking good, doesn't it? I mean. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's where like, I love what I do and I want everybody that works for me to love what they do because I, like you spend so many hours of your life doing a job or doing like, you know, why not? You've got to love it. Like, and I've told, I've had this conversation with my dad and he comes from obviously a different generation. He's like, no, you need to just get the check to get the food on the table. And it doesn't matter what happens. I'm like, no, I think there's more to life than just getting that paycheck. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how did that conversation end? Like well, was there... you know, now that he's seen my success and I think we're okay there. And I think he, I've got a little more credibility with that, but <laughs> But I, I think while we laugh, I think it brings up a really good point. I think that word credibility, it, it people, you know, people judge, mm -hmm. at, you know, how much money are you making? Is mm -hmm. it really a success? Is mm -hmm. it, is it really all this? And yeah, when it comes down to things, when you're filing your taxes and all that, yeah. the, the IRS can say <laughs> you, you have a hobby or you have a business. Like, right. Right. Yeah, it's true. Totally. Well, but I remember one time in the down, like there has been lots of up and downs with business. And I remember I was really struggling and my mom's like, you should apply for some other jobs. Like you should go and get a job. And the thought of that just like, I couldn't do it. I was like, at that point, I, I knew that I needed to dig my heels in and this is going to work. Like I will not, <laughs> it was just not even an option. <laughs> But I love that. Dig my heels in because, mm -hmm. yeah, we do. We get to a point. There are some people and it's it's great because people realize what works for them because we're all different. So some people like being in the space of, you know, of the job where it's you get, you know, the consistent paycheck and they do like oh, yeah. what they do or yeah. what, whatever it is, it works for them. Mm -hmm. But I totally understand that whole thing of as you are an entrepreneur and there's the ups and downs and either you think it or somebody says to you, well, maybe you should like look for a job. And there's that feeling in your stomach where you're like, no freaking way. Yeah. Like, 
that totally. just physically hurts me. Totally, totally. That would be I, like giving up. Like, can't give up. <laughs> gotta step it up. But I think is but isn't that the turning point of like because you you could give up. Mm-hmm. You Very true. Be, you could be like, yeah, this this wasn't right. This isn't. Yep. This isn't yeah. it. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> and, and just imagine, so being an entrepreneur is definitely has a lot of excitement along with it. Lots of challenges. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And be ready. Like what is actually like the biggest lesson that you've learned in this journey? Oh, okay. The biggest lesson um, that comes from like the downs more so than the ups is um, you go through something in business and you're not sure if you're going to come out of it on the other side. And um, I think if you stick it out and like I've found I've had partnerships break and fail and I've been betrayed and it's been like there's been some really tough stuff in the past. But looking back on that now, I am so glad that I went through that because I've learned from it and I am better off for it. So um, in going through that enough times um, now when something kind of <laughs> shit hits the fan, um, and I have teammates now that are kind of going through that with me. I say to them, like, it's okay. We're going to get through it. We're going to grind this out and we are going to be better for it. If people leave and it's a sideways, they leave for some, like, it's not great. It's okay because they were not meant to be here. Like everything kind of ends up the way it should be. Yeah. I don't know if that was a. No, <laughs> I, I definitely agree. Cause you do learn from the downs and it's, it's, it's interesting cause, um, I was talking to 11 or 12 like arted uh, students from actually my alma mater yesterday wow. and um, which was really great. It was exciting. And I connected with them because of the newest multi-author book I had come out. And, and anyway, she was like the head of the department was like, why don't you come and talk to the students? So um, I bring it up because one of the things I was sharing was a few things that I learned from being in the classroom. Mm -hmm. And when I look back on it and I think, I've been doing this for 30 years, which is really weird. I mean, Isn't it weird to think that? Like, I'm not that old. What? I'm not that old. <laughs> How did I get that old? Like, what happened? I said that to my husband. I'm like, what the hell happened? He's I like, know. we do have a 21-year-old. Like, oh, yes. Like, yeah, I'm like, I guess there is proof of like. <laughs> Wait, they're not five? <laughs> there is. Um, yeah, I, I'm really confused. But um one of the things that I said was um, be prepared for the lesson not to work. Mm -hmm. uh, just and be prepared to pivot. Yeah. Because we could have these grandiose ideas. If this is going to be the best lesson ever, they are going to love this. And it will, <laughs> it could tank because yeah. of multiple reasons. It's just, they're not in the mood. Um, it just doesn't resonate with them. Um, it's a little bit more complicated than you thought it was. And, and, for whatever reason. So mm -hmm. you just have to be prepared to be like, okay, this isn't working. And, and admit that it's not working. Yeah. And sometimes you have to power through and be like, okay, we're just, we have to cross a hurdle. And once we get over the hurdle, then we're good. Yeah. You have yeah. to kind of differentiate and be like, okay, this is kind of like, we need to power through to get to the other side. Like when I was teaching needlepoint, there mm -hmm. is that learning curve of like the up, down, don't skip over to this section. Don't, you know, <laughs> how do we tie the knots? How do we do all this? And then once we're in the groove, we're good. 
Yeah. But, that, but then there's the other times where it's like, this really isn't working. And we just have to admit that it's not working and um, change it up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's, I, I think it's important to acknowledge those moments and not have, because there's the whole perfectionism thing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that comes along with things. And what will other people think? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. It's when I picture that, like when you say that, then I think of like putting blinders on though, and you have your eyes on where you want to be and what you see the future for your endeavors that you're endeavoring on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and you just focus. Like, I think that's where you need the laser focus and outside people, you're never going to please everybody. Mm. Yes. Hear that everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot please everyone. And that's okay. They don't have to like you. Yeah. And you know what's funny enough is you probably have the highest standards out of anyone for yourself and what you're doing. So like you really only have yourself to please. And when you're satisfied with where you're at is when like, you know, that's that's the best. So true though. We do have the highest standards for ourselves. Mm -hmm. People don't people don't hold this to that kind of mark. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's true. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, the whole laser focus is true because it points, you figure like Edison to create the light bulb. Mm -hmm. There was like 15,000 failures. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think didn't Michael Jordan or, or like a master has failed more times than someone has even tried. Mm -hmm. Like that's a good, that's a great statement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Failure is just a huge part of it. And <clears throat> I think it's the most important thing for everybody to realize, but especially the younger generation, just as we teach our kids and um, that it's just going to happen and don't get, uh, don't get to just, you got to pick yourself up and you got to keep going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So um, let's kind of transition into things create how you incorporate more creativity into your own life. And I'm going to start with plants since I actually put it ah. in the title. <laughs> how do I create or incorporate more creativity? If we're going down the plant train, I, I used to like, Oh, it's funny. I said like, Oh, plants are a good stress reliever for me. And I have like over 200 and some in my house. Oh like, my I God. guess the stress levels are pretty high. But <laughs> Oh my god. I know it's crazy. Like I'm looking at a jungle right now. I love it. Is that all in the house or is that outside? Yeah. In the house. Outside I don't do well because I don't I lack the watering. Like I forget to water them. But inside I stare at them all the time. So I know when one's going off. I love it. <laughs> oh yeah. But the creativity, I guess, in the everyday life. Um yeah, we could pull it from plants. Like plants I enjoy. I enjoy plants <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> so before we go into other things, let's yeah. explore this a little bit more. Has it always been plants? Uh, no. Well, I think the plant thing has exploded over the last four years. Um, and that, yeah, it just, I like the idea of being able to grow something, watch it get bigger, take care of it. Uh, propagate them, like create more plants. Um, some of the plants I have are like high dollar plants, which if you're not a plant person spending like a significant amount on a plant is crazy, which I totally understand. 
Um, but then the thought of like, okay, this is a bit of an investment here. And when this plant gets bigger, I'm going to one, get my plant paid for. And two, it's going to continue to generate some income. <laughs> oh my gosh. There are so many business similarities. in this. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh. Oh my yeah. gosh. I have to say, see, my husband, he's the one, honestly, who has the green thumb in the house and we don't have as many plants as that but we do have plants actually that are older um than him oh i love it they're from his grandparents oh see those are so cool that is so cool and this one plant has like taken friggin over like i don't even know like its roots are outside the planter <laughs> like it's just oh, so we, cool. we have to get a bigger planter yes. and I, we yes. actually have to like hire someone to actually do this because i think cool. it's a process right um, because the roots literally a whole bunch of them are outside of the planter oh, but um man. but yeah he he takes such pride in in watering them and in talking to them and in um, <laughs> loving them. <laughs> he does. He totally loves them. And they're mm. literally like 70 to 80 years old. That's so cool. That's I so know. cool. Mm -hmm. I know. Mm -hmm. So let's explore some other areas. Tell me about some other things that you enjoy doing. Uh, enjoy doing, I spend, so I really like to create a work-life balance and I'm a single mother. So when kind of five o'clock hits and I go pick up my son, that is, then it's, I kind of, I try, I don't, <laughs> not perfect at this, but I definitely am focused on him. And so getting creative with ideas of like, okay, what are we going to do? Like little becoming a kid again with him and coloring um, and going back to that um, remembering in my childhood, the fun things that I did, we go on adventures, which is super fun. Mm -hmm. I just got some like off on the shelf stuff and I'm like, Ooh, I can't wait to figure out like how we're going to do that for like, I don't know. That's, that's probably a big um, additional part to the creative for me is just, yeah, figuring out fun ways to be a good mom. <laughs> but I love that. I, how old is your son? He's six. Okay. But I think that that's so, so important to mention is that people don't necessarily, again, think about this aspect of creativity since we're expanding and widening this definition. Right. Parenting is friggin' creative. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> friggin'. Like yeah, yeah, like yeah. road trips. I mean, I think we did a road trip in the summer. Uh, we drove across the, uh, well, across the province. Um, oh. And uh, so this is like a nine hour drive. And I'm like, how is this going to work? Like, how are we going to have fun here? And so going on Pinterest, figuring out like road trip hacks and little, I did little packages every like hour where here's a surprise. And Oh my God, <laughs> that is so fun. Fun. It was really fun. <laughs> so wait, tell me what Pinterest told you. What are these road okay, trip so, hacks? Yeah, this one mom, she sounded like a super mom. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. Um, so, they, But they did every half hour. I'm like, I don't know. That's a lot of packages. <laughs> uh, so I did every hour, but it was like, okay. So, and it was like, one was like a coloring book. So you can color and here you go for the next hour. You're coloring until the next like until we go on the hour. So one, he's like learning how to look at the clock and watch the time. And then he's also doing something creative that's not involving a screen, which is fantastic. Um, another one of the ideas, like little treats, maybe every once in a while, like here's a bag of chips that is your next um, thing and we got a snack or um, a little box of tiny Legos that you can put together for the next little bit. It was, it was fun. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. But it's kind of like, wow, I love this idea. Sometimes mm -hmm. people are, sometimes people, when you look at them, you're like, oh my God, like, do you have this perfect little life that you can plan all <laughs> totally, this stuff out? Totally, totally. <laughs> like, honestly, some jealousy going on there. But, um, oh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's, it's like these little, you know, being rewarded and these little surprises. Mm-hmm. And that's mm -hmm. exciting. And it's exciting for kids and it's exciting for adults. Yeah. It's exciting. And like, it's exciting to see them excited. Like it's feeding into their like anticipation. And cause like, I'm just as excited for him to get the next one, like staring at the clock just as much as he is, you know? <laughs> right. Right. And I think, you know, we deny ourselves as adults this cause we think, well, we're adults. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we don't, we don't have time to play. We have to be serious yeah. and yeah. do all this kind of stuff. And that's just BS. It's like, totally. we, we need to play. We yeah. need to laugh. We need to have these things to look forward to and these exciting little things. And I just, you just made me think of, this was a few years ago and I said we were going to be consistent with it, with it. And I wasn't, um, <laughs> but I bought, I bought a cake and my kids, I made this big deal about it. The kids were like, maybe like, 14 and 17 at the time. I don't even know. Mm -hmm. but I, I kind of build it up and I'm like, there's going to be this surprise tonight. There's going to be this surprise. And they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> so anyway, so I brought out a cake and they're like, okay, it wasn't anybody's birthday or anything. And Im like, we're eating it with no utensils. Dig it. Ooh, fun. And they're like, you are such a weirdo. <laughs> they're like this whole buildup to like eating this with, I'm like, just do it and be quiet. Like, stop yep. it. Yep. <laughs> so we did. And I captured pictures of them while they were doing it. And first of all, they were actually getting along, which was nice. Um, mm -hmm. But they were laughing yes. and it was just silly. It didn't turn into a food fight, which it could have gone that way. But... I was picturing that actually. <laughs> I was picturing, yep. <laughs> it could have gone that way. But it was just fun when they realized that they were like, oh, we're actually putting our hands into the cake and mm -hmm. eating it that way. It was mm -hmm. just playful. And yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think that's so cool. And the memories like from those photos are going to be something that everybody cherishes. Even from the like, mom got really excited about a cake. <laughs> it's like we make these big like anticipation. There's the word that you used earlier. It's like yes. building, building, building. And then they're like, what? Wait. <laughs> Did you put a sparkler on it? <laughs> I didn't. That would have no. been good. There we go. You're just like, and I think maybe the, this was a vanilla cake. I think the next one will be a chocolate cake. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That'll make more of a mess. I like um, it. Another idea actually was, um, I don't know if you ever saw the movie uh, Princess Diaries. Oh, if, oh, I'm I, I'm terrible with movies. Um, they all kind of blend together. <laughs> so I may have, but I'm not sure. <laughs> this is Anne Hathaway. This is like totally, you know, rom-com kind of thing or just mm -hmm. silly. I have a daughter mm -hmm. that we just like watch all this stuff. Oh. So um, there's a scene where um, the mom is a painter and she blows up these balloons and fills them with paint and attaches them to a canvas. And um, they throw darts at them. Fun. And for the longest time, I promised my daughter, I'm like, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And we finally did. Yes. And 
it was it wasn't as exciting as the movie because they oh, just sure. didn't because you got to hit the balloons oh, <laughs> like yeah, you, you can't be a spaz and be like miss <laughs> miss miss <laughs> oh, <laughs> i guess you gotta have good aim yeah i guess <laughs> yeah and the balloons like <laughs> there has to be if they're too thick then mm -hmm. even if you hit them the dart can bounce oh, off Oh gosh, that's disappointing. <laughs> See all these things that you guys are learning in this interesting conversation. <laughs> no kidding, no kidding. <laughs> so I just bring it up because it's like creating these fun things for us to do, and you don't have to be a kid. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, I like that a lot. So mm -hmm. tell me a little bit more about. Um, is there music? Is there uh, dancing? Is there cooking? Is there something else that you feel like you get gets your creative juices flowing? Uh, okay. Well, and I've got to say, I'm not as excited. Like, I'm not that exciting, I don't think. Uh, most of my day is very creative. So I kind of just... Did, like I don't do a whole lot. <laughs> I'm not mm -hmm. working. <laughs> I used to read so much before I had my son. And then I find I don't, I don't make this time to do it now, which is like, I all, yeah, I'll waste time on my phone before I pick up a book, which is just, ugh, ugh. <laughs> no, but I understand. And this is where, this is a good part of the conversation. So I kind of want to go back to what you do because a lot of times when we spend so much time in a creative space, um, like you're very aware of your creative space. Everybody in with what they're doing is doing problem solving, is doing mm -hmm. using your imagination and creating. Like we're all doing that. But mm -hmm. you're very aware of the fact that you literally are taking something from nothing mm -hmm. all the time and mm -hmm. constantly using your interpersonal skills. Like, yeah. You are, yeah. you're like all about that. So your energy is like vibing on that, like all the time. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So by so, the end, it's, it's just needing to chill. Like even when it comes to um, like cooking, I love cooking, but coming up with like what to make, I'm doing the, like the, <laughs> I've got the HelloFresh box. I don't know if you have that there, but. How, how um, do you like it? I love it. I mm -hmm. love it for the everything is there and I get something new every day and it's I don't have any like leftovers that's going to go to waste. I don't yeah, I really enjoy <laughs> I love it. But that again is I think it's so important and I'm getting to that point too. I actually just said that it's funny that you say that. I guess it's a sign that um because <laughs> we, we were talking about healthy alternatives because I don't enjoy that either like it mm -hmm. the cooking part when I'm actually doing something I'm good and it's funny cuz my husband has a a YouTube channel ball guy in the kitchen like he is just <laughs> like He's hey. grown up cooking. Like we are so opposite. You know, the whole thing of when two people come together awesome. yeah. and you're, you're just like, you each have your own little lives before you get together. And then certain things you're like, what the hell are you doing? And why? Like, I never grew up with that. <laughs> and I'm, I'm supposed to be okay with that. Like, Oh, okay. Yeah. And then we find all the compromises and everything, but I'm grateful that he, him and his family, they didn't have the best relationship, but they loved cooking together. Mm, <laughs> so that's, that's, cool. that's something that they would do for like happy times. Yeah. My, my family didn't do that so much, but we had a good relationship. So yeah. yep. it was kind of yep. like a balance. <laughs> but, but his cooking is really good, but it, when it comes to me, it stresses me out. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, 
I, I've been, and my son is just like me and our daughter is just like my husband. Um, so I was saying to my son, like, we really need to look at some options to just make it easier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so it doesn't have to be a thing where we're like, oh my God, like, this is just such a stressful part of my day. Yeah. I don't mind the act of cooking. It's the, like, it's the thinking of it and yeah. not having all the ingredients that you need for this recipe that you finally decided on that you want to try. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. For me, that's the same thing as it's coming up with variety. Yeah. Uh, um, my daughter just yelled at me because for Thanksgiving, like they planned the whole menu and, um, I was like, I don't know, for the protein, I guess I'll have tempeh. She's like, you're not having freaking tempeh again. <laughs> she's, okay, like, okay. she's like, you have that every day. Do you realize that? I'm like, but I'm fine with that. <laughs> I really like it. <laughs> she's like, no, if you have it, I'll make it for you. And we'll change it up. I'm like, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. But you brought up another point, too, where um, it doesn't have to be the act of doing things. It's the act of chilling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's creativity in that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's hard to kind of have the brain just stop. Like, it's – that is, like, trouble sleeping at night is definitely, like, a thing. Like, to chill is – and to actually actually – relax is is a tough thing <laughs> that I have <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so attempting to try to do that on a regular basis is something that I try not necessarily successful but <laughs> work in progress <laughs> always a work in progress are you a generator of ideas though does is it constantly mm-hmm. coming to you yeah 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 for sure <laughs> yeah. for yeah. sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I totally understand that. Um, one of my contributors in my last book, uh, just amazing, she did this presentation on um, no bullshit meditation, she calls it. Mm. And um, I'll share it with you uh, uh, in this space that we had recently in our summit. But um, what's so great about it is, I thought, was just kind of taking away the idea that it has to be, you know, sitting and like, um, and, you know, closing your eyes. Yeah. But she talked about at least seven different ways that meditation can be. So one of them was like a walking meditation. And um, Mm -hmm. another one was, you know, just and going back to that, as you're walking, just stressing to to look and just be aware and listen and just notice things. Um, And even if your mind is going, it will eventually start to calm down. As you're looking at the birds, as you're looking at the trees, as you're looking at the traffic or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Um, Another one she mentioned was uh, when we're eating. It's a meditation when we're actually eating. If we take the time to actually, you know, the focusing on picking up the the utensil and putting the food to our mouth and being in gratitude for where the food came from and for the sun, you know, growing. Um, oh, that's a great idea. I like that one. Helping to, you know, grow the vegetables and the water and all the people that tended to it and mm-hmm. all of that, like, that's a meditation in itself. And mm-hmm. um, she mentioned like five other things where it wasn't the traditional concept. And I was just so grateful that she spoke about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's neat. I like that a lot. That's a good idea. 
And it's just bringing it in because when we, there are so many people and <clears throat> I know I speak to a lot of people that are just like, I'm busy, I'm busy. There's yeah. so much going on all the time. And yeah. we are, we are busy, but at the same time, we need to incorporate um, the chill. One, well, like making that a priority. Um, there, like when I was talking about like not reading as much, I realized as I was saying that, I'm like, it's because I don't make it a priority. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and you need to change that. I need to change that because I love reading and I've got a big stack of books that <laughs> mm -hmm. need to get devoured. So then maybe it's like right before you go to sleep or whenever it works for you when your son's asleep. Yep. Like yeah. take, taking 15 minutes. It doesn't have to be like a whole long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I just, I, you know what? I will try that tonight. <laughs> it's, it's like chunking it out, but I think we yeah. get so hard on ourselves and um, it's kind of like, well, if I can't devote the full time to it, then I'm, I can't do it at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So just being patient with ourselves. Mm -hmm. So before we go on to the last question, I'm thinking how, if there's anything else to expand on here with, um, I don't know. I like the word passion and spark mm -hmm. of what we actually started with. Mm -hmm. Is there any way that you want to expand on that word passion? Um, well, when you pair it with spark, like passion and spark, like I just think about, and I, I know it, people probably experience it in different ways, but it's kind of when you're onto something that you're passionate about, um, it just flows. And I'm putting this to something very literal with like, even in the art, like you get onto something and you're creating a painting and you just go wild with like what you're doing and it comes out incredible um you take that into um what i do with like client meetings like where the sparks are flying and the magic happens is like you start with a little few brush strokes and then all of a sudden it explodes and you're down a tangent and um now i have um client managers that are a part of these meetings as well and they catch the spark too and it's like ooh, they're going off they've got ideas sparking the um business owners got the ideas sparking and you come out of there just kind of spinning, like hoping to God, you've got everything written down. <laughs> <laughs> We've started recording meetings now for that. <laughs> yes. I was just going to say record. <laughs> oh yeah. But I think that's where, um, passion and spark. That's what came to me when you, uh, when you said that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, and I think it just goes back to what we were saying is almost like those baby steps or the chunking of it. It's mm -hmm. like you just said, or just finding a starting point. Mm -hmm. Because the comparison yep. you made was it's those few little brush strokes that started. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then it's just like I had a an instructor uh, in college. I, my major for my undergrad was ceramics. And mm. I just remember him saying, just go to your studio and sit in it for an hour. Mm -hmm. If you're just sitting in there, then you're sitting in there. If mm -hmm. you do something, that's all the better. Mm -hmm. And um, I just have that in the back of my mind. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Not saying that that happens all the time, but it's mm-hmm. it being incorporated more that even if you're doing something else within the space, you're there. And then you're going to get to a point where you're going to do that little breaststroke. You're going to do that little baby step and you're going to be like, yeah. ooh, in whatever it looks like in your world, oh, I am going to do maybe for five minutes. Yeah. Oh, ooh, maybe for 10 minutes. And then all of a sudden when you get into the flow of it, yeah. you lose time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And just starting it, like, and that kind of goes to those or that like big, hairy, scary goal that you have or that thing that you wanted to try, but you're not sure you're going to be any good at it. Or, you know, that applies to so many different things, um, like across the board is just try it. Don't let anything hold, like, don't hold back, like at least try it. At least try it. A good friend of mine, she tells this amazing story of, um, Donna Brown, um, uh, where she literally took a leap of faith. And for years, they'd go to the same spot and her kids would jump off this cliff where you only have two hours where you can jump. Okay. Because <laughs> the tide comes in at a certain time and a certain way. <laughs> and she was just kind of, she would be the picture taker. Uh-huh. And one year they were like, mom, well, they would ask her in other years. and But this one particular year, they were like, mom, come on, do it. She was like, no, 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 no. And she was 51 at the time. So cool. And um, they were like, come on, mom, do it. And she was like, you know what? If I don't do it this time, I know that I'm going to really regret it. And she did it. Oh, so cool. And she goes through and explains everything of, you know, how her toes were hanging off the side and how she felt and how she took the leap. And when she did that, everything she said in her world changed. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So Donna, if you're listening to this, uh-huh. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but, but you truly said, and I, and I see the correlation. It's like yeah. when you, cause you mentioned that big scary goal like when Mm -hmm. you take the leap and Mm -hmm. you see the success Mm -hmm. or I didn't die (laughs) or (laughs) (laughs) I'm still alive then it's like oh my gosh you get that rush you get that spark you get that passion and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're just open Mm -hmm. yeah that's neat and perspective like everything changed like that's a strong statement in that scenario because now my mind goes to like how did everything change? Like, where did that, like, what clicked? Um, Because that could be so many different things, but just that perspective shift is such an interesting, like to hear that is a really interesting thing. Because when you think about it, it's like, like we said before, we're our own worst critic Mm -hmm. and we get in our way and our limiting beliefs and all these thoughts that we have. So when, for her, and I can kind of see myself in that I can see myself in the situation too, personally, <laughs> that you face something like here you are at the edge of the cliff and you're like, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And you never thought that it was something that you would do and you do it. And then you're like, I can accomplish anything. Yes. I'm <laughs> the king of the world. <laughs> oh. Give me a bigger cliff. Where is it? <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> Let's go skydiving. <laughs> oh my gosh. Have you ever skydived? No. And you know, as a young person, like when I was younger, I'm like, oh, I'm totally going to do it. No problem. Now I'm like, there is no way. <laughs> there is no way. 
there is nothing about that that like <laughs> I think I want to try anymore. <laughs> Especially when you have kids. It's like, oh yeah. Yeah. It's like I, I don't wanna like put myself in a position where I could get really hurt. Yep, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. <When> I, <laughs> oh my gosh, I found out about so my oldest who's 21 now he was in costa rica three years ago mm. and um i'm really glad i didn't know at the time that he <laughs> did like a bunch of zip lining stuff where oh. um and one of them was like a superman zip line oh so you're basically in the position like you're flying like you're facing down oh my goodness so glad i didn't know that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no kidding. No kidding. He, he told me all this stuff. I'm like, okay, yeah. Good. You didn't die. That's good. <laughs> you didn't die. <laughs> My daughter was there recently too on a six-week program, a different program. And she was like, oh, yeah, I got lost in the rainforest for about 30 minutes, but everything was okay. I'm like, wait a sec. <laughs> what? Do you know what's in the rainforest? <laughs> She's like, yeah, the people, the people in charge were both in front. There wasn't somebody in the front and the back. I'm like, well, that makes no sense. <laughs> oh. Like, whatever, you're alive. So thank God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're good. Okay. More information that people needed to know. I like okay. it. <laughs> so moving on to the last question okay. and wrapping it all up. So um, why do you think creativity is important? Um, well, because I think creativity brings that excitement to our days, like, and being able to find or be creative in the little things, even if like, whether you're super linear or like super right brain or super left brain, I think everybody needs a piece of creativity to keep things from being mundane. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. keep things from being mundane yeah and even if I think about like okay accountants which is super um linear <laughs> um but there's like that you can get creative there and you can get like I don't know finding ways to do tax like savings and all like there's there's still little fun outlets where it's not it's never the same thing over and over again or you don't it doesn't have to be the same thing over and over again you can make make something creative out of it. And working with numbers, mm -hmm. I mean, all of the problem solving mm -hmm. and all the organization with that and all the, there is so much creativity oh, yeah. going on in there. And um, when I talk to people about this, they're like, oh, I never really thought of it that way. Because most people will say, I, I don't have a creative bone in my body. Right. Not true. <laughs> it, it literally is not true, people. Yeah. <laughs> lies. <laughs> You've been told lies. <laughs> and we are here to change that. That's right. Because, yes, it, it is creativity, like you said, brings that excitement to our days. And mm -hmm. it's, we can find it in, in, in everything, how you wake up when yep. you wake up and how you plan your day and what you're going to wear and, and what you're going to eat and what you're going to drink and what you're going to, who you're going to interact with. And, and appreciating those little things, you know, or appreciating like when you were saying before about like eating the meal and meditating kind of over that and appreciating where it came from and 
what has gone into it and really realizing how blessed we are um, for what we have uh, and it, you know, or the experiences that we get to share, um, being able to stop and really appreciate that. Yeah. To actually stop and to not be so caught on the hamster wheel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's too easy to do that. Yeah. And I think too, when you are stuck in the hamster wheel, it hinders that creativity. Um, and I think you like, it's a necessity to be able to find that creativity in whatever you do. Um, because there's like, you burn out you, there's lots of things that could negatively affect if you don't take the time to kind of chill, like you said. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. <laughs> Thank mm -hmm. you. Cause it does, we, we, we crash and burn and we think that we're doing ourselves a favor because mm -hmm we're producing and, and, and we're busy and we're moving and we're doing, but um, our body, which amazingly works, works without us asking us to do anything. Mm -hmm. And um, it just does what it's supposed to do. It's like somebody, um, the same person who did the meditation, Atusa race. And she was saying, um, I'm grateful for my pancreas. I have no idea what you do, but I'm yeah. so grateful yeah. for you. Glad you're there. Thanks for being a part of the team. So glad you're there. <laughs> yes. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> Life my, would be a whole lot different if you weren't. <laughs> my spleen. I seriously don't really know what you do, but <laughs> I, I, I know that my body can feel bad when you're not working well. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay. So Amanda, can you please tell people how they can find you? Okay, they can find me on our website, www.theartofb, just the letter B, dot C-A. Um, and uh, you can find us basically at theartofb, all one word, um, on all the social channels. And, and uh, yeah, we're pretty consistent with just the art of B. <laughs> <laughs> that whole marketing strategy. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Um, yeah. And, uh, always open to taking uh, discovery calls because like I do 15 minute, I used to do one hour discovery calls, but now I don't have the time, but I do 15 minute discovery calls. And even in those 15 minutes, like sparks fly and I get excited and I already know, like if I, if I want to work with this client or not, or, um, different ideas that have come out that, yeah, it's fun meeting new people. And I love working with entrepreneurs because I feel like, they're just such a different breed of people that, um, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's just, it's important. What you just said too, is within a very short period of time, the sparks can fly. Yeah. Like, it doesn't yeah. have to take hours. It doesn't no. have to take weeks and months. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of also like, you know, just I don't know, randomly going to the idea of your gut, like, you know, when something works and it does it, you don't have to ask a gazillion other people, you know what the answer is. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So, um, yes. So everybody reach out to Amanda. <laughs> you need this energy. Oh, it's so fun. It would be, yeah, I absolutely love it. <laughs> need this energy. So I really appreciate you taking this hour to hang out and chat with me. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. It's been, it's been great. Yeah. So fun to meet you. Mm -hmm. And um, I appreciate all the people that have been here live and those catching the replay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, the space is all about inspiring 
each other, sharing um, stories and connecting. I believe we've always needed this, but I think we need it now more than ever. We need to lift each other up and inspire each other and uh, be connected. So, yes. So I wish you a good morning, a good afternoon, a good evening, wherever you are in this world. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. So goodbye, everybody. Feeling inspired? There are so many ways to do things for you, to get yourself moving, to get your creative juices flowing, and to have fun. Check out I Am Creative and Express Yourself Publishing. Go to IamCreativePhilly.com, IamCreativePhilly, P-H-I-L-L-Y.com, and check out the experiential kits, check out Creative Shui, which is all about creative inspiration and guidance. And for Express Yourself Publishing, there's so many multi-author book opportunities. So I would love to chat with you so much. Everybody has, everybody's creative. Everybody has a voice. Everybody has an expression. And I can't wait to meet you. Thank you so much for taking this hour to listen to our stories and share the energy. And I wish you a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in this world. Bye, everybody.